Hi, boss, and welcome to the Anna Furu Show, where we talk about stress and how to overcome it for entrepreneurs. So in today's show, you are going to hear me and my good friend, Ali Sang, uh, from the coding sessions, talk about entrepreneurship and stress and how to deal with it. We talk about how outsourcing or at least getting support with different tasks in your business can really relieve stress, as well as building community, and how uh, having your business as a side hustle in the beginning can be actually a way to relieve stress. So let's go to the show. Hello, Ali Sang. <laughs> How are you today? And thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I feel so, so honored that you asked me to be here. So thank you. I'm doing very, very well. Very well. Thank you. I am so honored to have you on here. So uh, for those of the listeners who don't know you, like, could you just give a brief overview? Like, who are you and what is your business and all of this? Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Ali Sang. I am the owner of The Coding Sessions and that is my business, The Coding Sessions. We're basically all about empowering women to embrace technology and learn how to code. And what that really means is that, you know, we're, we're really aiming this towards women who really don't feel comfortable with technology. They don't understand the concept of technology, whether that is using a computer, navigating their way through the web. Um, it can range even to using their own website. How do they even build their own website? And then on the other spectrum, learning bits of code. And, you know, my business is really all about trying to make women understand, those who don't understand, to make them understand why it's so important to understand this little bit of technology and there's a lot of things that we offer, but, you know, that's the premise of the business. Mm -hmm. Wow, I love it. And you know what? I think I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is so good, you know, because I definitely recognize myself in this. Like, I'm transparent, you know. My, tech is not my strong side. It really isn't. So I think that, like, there... I'm sure there are other other um you know business women like me out there who really need that you know the support with the tech stuff you are so right because when i started this business it was really it was really gearing towards teaching women code i then discovered that over time i realized that actually some people don't even understand technology itself so if they don't understand technology how can they even understand code and so what I decided to do was create a space where we can really serve those who really don't feel comfortable or feel intimidated by technology and teach them the really simple concepts of technology. And having that knowledge is empowering. I know for me, certainly when I started to build my very first game in JavaScript, which I know probably a lot of people out there don't even know what I'm talking about, but JavaScript is a programming language. And, you know, you can build so many amazing things with, with programming languages. Um, I know this is very advanced, but I'll give you an example. I felt so empowered when I built my own game. Now, I'm not saying that you have to learn JavaScript, you have to build games, but even just learning how to, 
to import a file into your Google Drive. You know, surprisingly, a lot of people out there just don't know their way around a computer or know their way around the web. And it's nothing to be, you know, for those who are so advanced, then this is not your, your business. This, the business is not for you. It's really aimed at don't understand this technology. And I, I really feel like we can help so many people and we already have, you know, we've had so many people saying, you know, even just, even online video tutorials of how to just open up a simple video, you know, that doesn't help them. They don't understand, but having someone sit there online and talk them through it and, and show them physically is so helpful for them. That little step to just show them is empowering for them. And that is what we're all about. And I have been fortunate enough to not only help, you know, not only help people that I know in my own life, but other people that I've never met. So it just, it's really, it, it, it's, it's very fulfilling when I can see that people are feeling empowered just by the littlest things that they know about technology. I really love your, like, your vision and how you work. Like, and I can tell all of the listeners, like you guys, if you recognize yourself in this, uh, I really recommend that you check out Ellie and the coding sessions because um, like either uh, I, I remember, I don't know if you guys know about uh, Ashley Turner. Have you heard about her, Ellie? She's like no. this yoga, super big yoga uh, teacher and she combines yoga with like psychology and inner like psychotherapy basically. Anyhow, um, so she she's one of my role models and she was like you know in business she was like you know what you're not supposed to do everything on your own you know like you you're supposed to stay in your zone of genius and and she was very transparent with the fact that tech was not her strong uh, you know suit so uh, i really resonate with that and i think that it's so amazing that we can just let go of the illusion that us entrepreneurs have to be these like renaissance people who are have to have it all you know <laughs> know everything themselves right we can actually hire other people who are so good at that and you that's where you come in in the coding sessions right yes and thank you uh you know it's you know credit to you for acknowledging that in yourself you know and I mean, for me personally, I, I have no idea how to coach people like you do, but I do know my strength in coaching about tech. So um, I definitely uh, appreciate that you said that. And yeah, mm. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So uh, would you say that just so the listeners know, so are you like, would you say you're in the startup phase or in the middle phase or more like advanced uh, face of business like how long have you been kind of doing this yeah no that's a great question I feel like I'm in between the startup and the middle I have had my business open for about six months now and in that time I've been very fortunate enough to um, get people that I've been able to help and you know I feel like I know that I can reach so many more people and I feel like it's just going strength to strength you know and you know, as long as I know that my mission is so, it stays true to who I am and what we're all about with the company, it's just going to keep growing. And, you know, as, and having said that, even though we're only six months old, we have identified so many people in this market where they just don't know and understand tech. And it, 
it's not mind-boggling to me at all because it's not a surprise if that makes any sense it's not a surprise to me it's just that I it has not been so prevalent before until I started the coding sessions that okay yeah there's a lot there there's a lot of people out there that need help with this kind of thing but either they don't know where to go they uh, they're ashamed to ask or they just don't care to learn because it's too hard. And it really isn't that hard as long as you can coach them in the right direction. And as I mentioned before, a client of mine did not feel comfortable looking on video tutorials. They just, it was intimidating for them. But having someone sit there and coach them along the way, literally show them step by step was what helped them understand and really have the information sink in. And again, you know, you know, there's a lot of courses out there that are $12 from Udemy. Is it Udemy or Udemy? I don't know. One of those things. Yeah. <laughs> and that's great, you know. I mean, I, ha I myself have signed up for many of those courses that are $12. But for me, my, my learning is different. I can take that information in and I can run with it. But some people can't. Some people just think, oh, my God, that's just too much. I don't understand what they're saying in this video. What are they saying? They're going too fast. I can pause it, but I still I feel lost. I, and then it overwhelms them. But having someone sit there face-to-face -face live and talk through the processes of what they need to learn is what makes the difference. And that's why I really love what I do. I really love it. I'm passionate about helping people, especially women um, in tech, feel less intimidated, and especially when it comes to learning code. Mhm mhm mhm. I just I love your uh, your like vision. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Okay. So, if we move into kind of the topic of stress, um so I just want to ask like how how have you experienced stress as an entrepreneur? Kind of. Yeah, you know, that's a really great question because People often underestimate um, how much it can take to be an entrepreneur. You know, they think, oh, I want to start a business. And then they don't really take into account every single thing that comes along the way because you've got to remember you're the CEO, you're the marketer, you're the social media manager, you're the tech person if you're really good at it, um, you are the content creator. You have to build this all on your own where, you know, you've got to think of yourself as a company. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, there's a lot of stress that can come with that because you may not, you know, stress may not, you know, be relevant in one area of that business building phase, but then there's a lot of other stress that can come along with it. And I feel like, you know, it's not often thought about when you're creating a business. You don't, you, you kind of know that's going to be overwhelming, but you don't realize how stressful it can be, especially if you start to feel overwhelmed with the, the whole process. So, yeah. Did I answer your question? <laughs> I just feel like I lost the question. <laughs> you really did. Like, I think you pin, you nailed it. You really oh. nailed it, you know? <laughs> the fact that there are so many hats or, you know, like, we have to wear all the hats. You, you, you articulated it exactly the way I was trying to say it. Yeah, you have to wear many hats as, as someone who is an entrepreneur and, you know, you can often feel a little bit stressed because of that. And, you know, I guess um, over time you start to realise what you can um, work through, but you've got to acknowledge that first of all when you, when you 
build a business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. And um, do, would you say like, <clears throat> would you say that uh, the entre- entrepreneurial world, like that we talk enough about stress as entrepreneurs between us? Yeah, you know, that's, you know, I don't think we, I don't think it's something that is brought up from the very beginning, but it definitely is something I feel that um, comes with time that, that it gets, you know, you start to feel it and then you discuss it. Um, but it's definitely, I don't feel like it's talked about enough in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like if you talk about it in the beginning or at least acknowledge that, then you can you can already start to take preventative measures at, at the very least or even at least be aware of it so you know how to prepare yourself for the time where things can get a little bit tough and you know you experience so many emotions as a business owner and as an entrepreneur and stress is really one of those things because of all of these other things that go on so yeah i don't i don't really feel like it's talked about enough i know that people talk about fear a lot people talk about overwhelm but i think stress is really is not really talked about enough in the beginning and i really do think that it goes right up there with fear it goes right up there with overwhelm mm-hmm. yeah that's mm. beautifully said i i really agree and i don't know how you feel about this do you also feel like coming into business is like really uh glamorized like yeah you know you can start your business and you can earn you know 100k per month in just two months or you know (laughs) yeah no that that's such a great point because you know i think it really i feel like with a lot of coaches um you know especially yeah i've seen a lot of coaches Facebook ads that I see, you know, they, yeah, they make it sound like entrepreneurship is like this glamorous lifestyle where, mm. you know, you're living this laptop life and, you know, you get to be a digital nomad. And it definitely was something, of course, that I wanted in the beginning as well, you know, I mean, and I know it, it is definitely possible. I mean, I'm not saying I'm living that lifestyle now, but I know you can make it happen because if you want something so bad enough, you'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think the danger with some of the coaches that I've seen personally online, um, glamorizing it um, in a way, and I have seen it, you know, they just make it sound so like it's so easy. You can make 100K overnight or, you know, maybe that's but like 100K in a week or, you know, by just doing this. And, you know, and I feel like it's just so misleading and people need to understand that, hard work is what is really needed to earn that 100k you know in in the time frame that you know i mean i don't think that unless you have established yourself a bit you can't just earn 100k just like that as a, a startup you know it's just starting out your business as an entrepreneur and you have no social proof or nothing at all i just don't believe in myself that you can just earn 100k like that it's probably done but yeah i haven't seen it in myself i don't know if you agree with that either i don't know <laughs> yeah i do think that it's like the 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 importance of uh as you say like uh, building credit it takes a while you know and uh it wasn't until i started to you know um hang out with and network with other coaches 
and life coaches who they were like girl relax it takes like two to three to <laughs> years to build you know but and i i just want to say like as we say like you can earn like it's not like we're saying that you can't earn a certain amount but i think what we're getting at here is that when for new entrepreneurs coming into the field they're hearing that you should be able to earn this or this much otherwise you're kind of a failure like is that is that what you mean as well absolutely and that and that's where i i feel like that is the misleading part because you know you have a responsibility to you know if you're if you're a coach you have a responsibility in my opinion to to not put people in that sort of situation where they have this false hope. Um, I know people have their own, you know, people can interpret a message in any way they want. I'm not saying that it's a coach's fault for um, somebody, you know, just going in blindly and, and putting everything into the, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that, you know, if you're a coach and you really want to um, promote this, this message of, you know, helping people, then you really should, be authentic in that and help people mm. and yeah sometimes you know from what my experience has been you know it's a lot of hard work that you need to put in and a lot of uh, a lot of sweat and tears as well and a lot of passion mm. that goes into it that you know and you're right like you said it can take two to three years and you know you've just got to be patient and really build yourself into you know build that consistency that's and that's what it takes and that's what I feel like some of the coaches really leave that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, you know, that's really what, what I also put a lot of emphasis on with my clients, you know, that we should, like, every, all new entrepreneurs have this, we kind of live um, in, like, a place where, where we're, like, working ourselves out often uh in the present moment and then we're like yeah but but soon it's gonna be like eventually i can take a vacation or eventually i can actually relax and focus on myself and eventually i'll be able to do self-care but right now i have to you know like kill myself <laughs> to yeah. push myself super hard like do you recognize that the mindset i it's a perfect example of this happening to me, I think a couple of months ago, um, or even very recently, where, you know, I was just working myself to the bone thinking, you know, not necessarily thinking oh, I have to do this, this, but I, I felt like in a way I had to do this, this and this because, you know, it just felt like I was had to be on the go all the time. I had to be switched on all the time in order to be able to produce the best content that I can or the best um, results that I can, you know, and the thing that I have realized that it's so, if you're passionate about your business, I know you will want to keep working to the early hours of the morning because you're just excited about what you're doing and you want to keep going. And that was me almost every day. And, you know, on the side as well, I also study software development, which is like back end programming languages that is, you know, absolutely like, you know, it's not what I, it's not what we teach in the coding sessions, but this is for me to be able to develop my own learning and develop myself further. But, you know, I'm trying to balance program and learning backend programming, which I've never heard of, um, and, and also run the coding sessions, the blog, uh, YouTube channel, um, you know, and there's just so many things on the go, um, freebie, 
another freebies on the way and then you just want to keep working because you're excited but what you don't well what I didn't realize was that the more that I keep working myself to the bone the less that I'm going to be able to give with my all, you know with all my energy if I want to show up for people I need to also take a break myself and realize that it's going to be there tomorrow. That work's going to be there tomorrow. Your health is really important because your health is sustaining your energy. And if you don't look after yourself and your, you know, I'm not just saying your physical health, but mental health as well. Mm -hmm. So I, I really agree in the sense that, you know, we have this sense that we need to always be working ourselves to the bone, but that can also lead to, you know, us, tiring ourselves out and not being able to show up when we need to so true i love this and this is so important you know because this is what i don't think that we hear you know in the overall business uh, online business world you know for entrepreneurs it's like it's just we just hear the hustle and grind mentality like you know don't be a wuss you know get uh, work like you have to work and you have to push yourself and you have to challenge yourself and win over the fear and all of those things that you mentioned and you know you have to work hard for uh, ev like every night until you make it or whatever and I think it's so important what you're saying that you know our health it's not like a finite inf infinite resource like if and uh, you guys listening know that I've experienced this myself, you know, with the burnout and chronic fatigue years that I had because of it. So actually, you know, it can actually, if you push yourself too hard, you might actually lose your health. Either your, as you say, the physical or the mental or sometimes both. Um, and it will really take you a long time to recover. So I really think that's so important what you're saying and that we actually prioritize and create a sustainable everyday life for ourselves as startup entrepreneurs too, both like in all phases, but especially when we're in the startup phase, right? Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. You kind of articulated everything that I wanted to say, but much better. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. okay. Mm. so what would you say uh what would you say has been like the biggest challenge for you when it comes that has caused you the most stress you kind of touched upon it but yeah you know that is such a good question because I feel personally like I think I, I don't know if I did mention it before that you know you can go through a range of different emotions when you are building your own business it a lot of the feelings that I have experienced was a lot of, you know, uh, lack of confidence and overwhelm and a lot of fear of putting myself out there, even though I believe in my message, but it's very new. The social media sort of platform is not new to me, but putting yourself out there and really owning who you are as an entrepreneur was what I, you know, I lacked that sort of, authority in the beginning stages of my business mm -hmm. um and so what i'm getting to is because i had all of these feelings and emotions i was going through i was feeling stressed out i was feeling really stressed out with all of the 
the things that I felt like I needed to do to show up. And then when I thought about it some more, then I started to feel fear around all of that stuff again. And, you know, sometimes when you feel this fear and, you know, you start to doubt whether you are good enough to be putting yourself out there as, you know, as someone starting out in business. But, you know, lucky for me, I was able to really um, gain a lot of the confidence through um, my business mentor and the group coaching program that I was a part of. So, you know, and I've also learned that having somebody that, you know, having a tribe around you who understands your journey as well is also so important to help, you know, help work through the stresses that you're feeling. But, you know, I know that I stressed myself out a lot because I felt, you know, this comparisonitis, felt like I had to do all of these things as I see other people doing them and then I feel this fear. And so that's causes stress as well. So that's my personal journey though. And I'm not saying that everyone's going to experience the same stress as I, I feel like I have been going through. I call it stress for me, but it might not be stress for someone else. So hmm. yeah, I hope that kind of, yeah. hopefully um, if that makes sense to you. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're so right. Like stress, that's really another important point uh, that I want us to really get through talking about this together as entrepreneurs and talking about stress, you know, that it's individual, as you say, and that we should not compare ourselves. Like comparisonitis is really a source of stress. You're so right about that. And like, as you say, like, I could stress myself out because I'm like not super tech savvy and I could be like, ah, I'm, you know, I'm a failure or, you know, listen to that. Whereas if we look with the abundance perspective of, on ourselves and, you know, self, basically it's about self-compassion and self-love, you know, that, you don't know, no, I don't know that much about perhaps tech for, in my case, but I do know about, a lot of other stuff like I've studied a lot of other stuff and that's my expertise and I don't have to have it all figured out like I feel like we often get stuck in this illusion of you know we have to be you know independent in a negative sense like we the western culture has this idea that okay I have to know everything so I'm not have I'm not dependent on anyone else like and in business, I think this really becomes very evident. Like, I have to know all the tech. I have to know the how to write copy, sales, you know, um, <laughs> and produce my content, you know, and products and all that. Right? You're so right. And I think people need to understand that they need to work through their strengths. You know, I'm really, I, I'm so lazy when it comes to social media and, you know, some people, that's their strength. You know, social media is their jam. You know, they, they know how to work it. They know the right hashtags. They know the right, you know, um, keywords, to put, uh, captions. To, I don't know, you know, even when it comes to YouTube. But that's not my thing. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily enjoy doing that. But, I, you know, but I recognize that there are people out there that are, that are experts in, you know, Facebook ads and social media and all that. And so... You know, I hope to one day be able, you know, someday very soon, 
um, leverage that expertise and hire someone to do that for me because I, I'm not, I don't, I don't care for it, but I know that it's important and it's part of my business, you know, mm-hmm. and much like you said, you know, if you don't mind me hijacking what you kind of send and kind of stealing it, but you know, with tech, that's a lot of people that don't have that strength and, you know, that's exactly where we step in and go, well, we can help you with that. We can help you understand that more. It doesn't matter how small, small the, the, what you would say an issue is because we're here to help you. You know, tech is, you know, is so, it's such a broad topic, you know, and like I said, one of the recent examples I can give you is one of my clients who just didn't understand anything about websites. She did not understand how to upload a document. She had no clue. And now... We finished her website. I trained her um, on how to use all of the different things to help her with her website. She knows it now, you know, and, and she, she feels confident with it because she understands it. But then, then as we went along, there was a lot of other things she didn't understand, like setting up her Google account, you know. It was just too overwhelming for her. Um, you know, setting up her, her, um, her mailing list, you know, and then I showed her how to do that. You know, these are the services that we provide, you know, because we're the experts in it, you know. We understand technology, you know, that's what we mean when we say we're there to support you. And it's such an important thing for you to know how to learn because even though you're not the expert, you can at least empower yourself to be able to do something that's going to make you feel less less stressed, you know. For me, I'm empowering myself by you know, going, okay, I, I recognize that I'm not very good with social media. I'm very lazy with it. I don't really care about social media too much, but I know that it's important for my business. And I need to learn how to um, use hashtags more. So I am. Um, and using better hashtags, which I've taught myself, you know, by watching videos. But then I also know that I can hire someone to help me with this as well. So. I hope that made sense too. <laughs> I feel like I just went on a rant. <laughs> no, no, it really makes sense. Thank you for for sharing this. I mean, it's it's basically, and I I want to pick up on what you said. You know, what's really helped you, if I understood it right. You mentioned like tr- building a tribe and the community and having a mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't think that. Yeah. If you're going to start a business, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you need to do this with other people as well. Like as in you need to share your journey with other people. You can't do this journey alone. I mean, I am the type of person that has always been on their own. Like I don't need other people to help me with things. Like I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm self-sufficient in, in a sense and I just do things on my own. But when I started my business, I realized that it's very lonely. You are in your head all the time. You really need to have your tr- a tribe around you where you can share your ups and downs, your wins, your fails, or failures, I should say. Um, you know, bounce ideas off of them. And you don't understand the empowerment you feel when you have a tribe of people around you being your own, you know, your cheerleaders. But it actually helps you be accountable in your business as well. Mm. It's like when you're working for a company, you're not working by yourself. You have a team. And you may have, you may be expert in your own field, but you've got a team of people there to keep you accountable. You have a manager that's keeping you accountable. True. It's kind of like that you don't have a manager. <laughs> you just, you have a coach. But, um, you know, you, you just have a tribe. You have people around you to support you. And 
That's what I have found the most game-changing thing that has happened in my life since starting this entrepreneurship. You know, I was fortunate enough to meet you in one of the groups, you know, and since then we've been able to really help each other grow in our business. Like if we didn't have that accountability with one another, we wouldn't be as far as we are, you know, and that's that's something that I really want people to know that if they're going to, if they really want to start their business, don't do it alone. Yeah. Share it with people. 100%. Yes. Like it's, yeah, that's so awesome that you say that because you can't do it alone. And this is, I think it goes on all levels, right? You know, both the social, like the mental health part that we can share it and support each other. But also the tech stuff, like we talked about, or the, you know, like how to do social media or tech or whatever it is, like it, it all goes, it's a social thing, right? Exactly. It really I love is. To say that. Mm. Thank you. I mean, I, I really, I really believe it, you know, honestly, you just need to have that tribe around you to, to help and support you. Like you perfectly said, especially mentally, mm. you know it can get so tough sometimes and sometimes you don't even know if you're going on the right path and then you have these people there to remind you of the your mission in the first place you know it's like well this is what you why you started and and it just kind of brings you back down to to earth in a way and you know and and remember why you started and when things can get tough because it you know i'm not going to sit here and glamorize business it's not it's not you know it's not like um gold glitter, you know, falling from the sky around you. It's really, it's a really, really tough journey, but it has to be tough because you won't learn anything otherwise. You won't really, you won't really have accomplished anything if everything was handed to you on a silver platter. Mm -hmm. That goes with anything in life, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so true, so true. Yeah, so let's get real. Like, that's what I'm hearing from you. Like, let's get real, let's build community and you know, focus on our health. So on another note, let's like, I know you have a really uh, good approach to how startup entrepreneurs can actually make this like uh, take off without having to kill themselves, like trying to, you know, live up to this uh, ideal that we get fed, that we need to, you know, start earning multiple (laughs) figures in like a month so what's what's your take on that like how have you dealt with that well yeah because i agree with you it's i feel like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to feel like yes we have to achieve all of these things in like a month because so and so has done this and i've seen so and so do this and then you know peers of mine that i watch have done this and you know the thing that i've learned is that you have you are your own person and you're on your own journey and you need to understand that there is no competition there is no there is no race to be able to complete something because somebody else did you know and it's you know it took me a bit of time to really grasp that idea because I myself like I mentioned before have been guilty of comparisonitis where I've seen people you know not in not in only my my industry but you know my own peers that I, I follow and I talk to you know they're killing it you know they're doing this and that and this and that and then I feel compelled to not do exactly the same as them but feel like I also need to do as much as them and 
that is going to easily lead you to feel stressed and you feel overwhelmed and you know overwhelmed being overwhelmed is also just a thought i mean that's what my business coach at the time said but i won't get into that today but uh what i want to say is that if you know you you work yourself up into this um ideal that you have to be um on all the time and you know you have to be perfect with your business but you really don't you just you need to just concentrate on one thing at a time you got to concentrate on one thing at a time and stay in your lane and not see it as a competition with other people that you're doing you and as long as you stay true to who you are you're going to attract the right people because you're being authentic in yourself so don't feel like you have to um be at a certain standard because other people are mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. And um, so I love that. How would you like, so I'm also curious, like, uh, how did you manage this? Like, I know you kind of moved and you quit a job when you before you started your business. And um, how did you deal with all of this, you know, financially and all of that? Yeah, well, you know, I was fortunate enough to, you know, have finances to be able to support me while I was studying and building my business. And, you know, basically uh, having the support of my partner as well was a humongous help. You know, it was a very big stress reliever at the same time because it wasn't a pressure for me to, to have to, you know, make the money right now and, you know, I have to get this business off the ground because, you know, we need money. You know what I mean? Like I was, we were quite fine with the, the circumstances that I was in and I was very fortunate, you know. And as I was, you know, as I mentioned, I've had my business for like six months now. And, you know, at, you know, as I was building my business, you know, an opportunity arose to kind of, you know, apply for a role, which was something that was actually aligned with what I already you know, I've, I've done before in my previous role, but also my business and with software development and coding. So it wasn't really the coding part of it, the technical side wasn't in the, you know, the, the ad, you know, the job description, but um, I kind of applied for this job on a whim and I was like, you know, whatever. And I didn't think about it because I thought, you know, I don't really need this job, but I, I feel like this is a, a job that I could make an impact on let's you know that's kind of what i felt at the time and and that's the truth i just did not think about it after that and then i continued to work on my business i continued to build my my brand and build you know this empire that i'm working on still and you know i was able to just concentrate on that and then you know fast forward to now you know I, you know, I stayed true to who I was. I was very honest with what I did with the company. You know, the company asked me all these things about, you know, what I've been doing in the last year. And I told them, you know, because I'm like, I've got nothing to lose. I really don't, you know, if you don't want to hire me, that's cool. I mean, I'm just, I'm doing me and I'm happy because I'm doing what I love. But, you know, this company started to, they pursued me after that. You know, I applied for the job on a whim, but they they were the ones that continued to chase me and contact me and follow up with, you know, my progression in the, the application process, blah, blah, blah. And now, you know, then they decided, you know, I was the right person for the job, you know, which was really just, this was like, it was, I was gobsmacked because I was like, oh my God, I wasn't even really, you know, I hate to say it and, it, and I'm going to be honest with you, but, you know, it was 
it was I wasn't chasing the job because you know for me I was really happy doing my business but the reason why I applied for this job on a whim because for some reason I felt like the universe was saying to me this is going to help you with your business mm-hmm. this job is going to help with your business and they're going to get a lot of value of what out of what you're doing and in turn that's going to come back to me as well. They're going to add a lot of value to what I'm doing with my business. And I was right because, you know, I got the job they, and I found out that they hired me because of my coding experience. And they were really, you know, they just didn't really have any qualms about me studying and not working for a whole year. You know, they were just so pleased that they could find someone with my skill set that also knew coding. And I was like, it's so aligned with my business. And I feel like, you know, I've been able to now really treat my business because I haven't forgotten about my business. Obviously, I'm still doing it, you know, but it is, you know, one thing that I have learned is that you can have a side business while you're still building a career, you know, and, you know, like there's a lot of coaches out there who really are experts in that and really help nurture you having a full-time career and a side hustle, as they call it, you know, and me you know my business is still my business and my my new career path is you know a really amazing opportunity for me to be able to combine my two loves you know of training and teaching code and it's like learning you know code teaching teaching code it's mm-hmm. for me it's perfect marriage <laughs> wow i love this and i think that this is such an awesome stress relief um right <laughs> after a long day and then I get to work on my business. And it's like, for some people, they're like, oh, I'm so tired. But you're just like, but I, I have, I manifested this into my life where I just, I, I will create my own reality. And, you know, when I go to work, I'm creating my reality at work. Because if I didn't want to work, I wouldn't have applied for this job. And, and I wouldn't have applied for a job that didn't align with what I was all about. You know, and that's the thing that I, I'm a really big believer in. And I come home and I'm excited to get to work and, you know, work on projects and work on my, and I'm still studying, you know, I'm still studying at the same time. It's just because I'm so passionate about what I do. And if I wasn't. Wait. So you actually have, so you have, you're, you're now working, is it full time? Yes. In yep. the um, tech training <laughs> position that you just got which is a pretty high-end job like you you it's not like like you you get both pretty good pay and you get to do the stuff you love that are also like you get to basically train yourself for your business right exactly you you hit the nail on the head yeah so you do that and you have your business on the side as a side hustle and you study (laughs) (laughs) wow you know so you know people that say i don't have time for this i don't have that it's because you don't want to make the time for it you don't you don't have that much passion for what you want to do and you know i I might get hate for saying that but i'm a very big believer in that you know when i hear someone say i don't have time all i'm hearing is well you're not really passionate about what you want to do so you know because you're not making <laughs> but your your studies are soon finished, right? Yes. So I don't have much longer to go. So I'm very lucky to be able to pace out my my studies a little bit more. Um, but it's definitely something I can't wait to finish because it's something that I've just I've been studying for almost a year now, and I'm really 
it's just going to be exciting when I become a full stack web developer. And then um, my, you know, my, my company will be able to add that title into, you know, my role and go, well, she's also a full stack web developer, you know, developing training and, you know, teaching people all these things, you know, so, you know, and like you said, it, it also allows me to, it also teaches me about how to run my business a bit better. And I just see that as a win, you know, and I know some people might see it as like, oh, so you're doing a business, you were doing that full time and now you're working full time and you're doing your business on the side. But, you know, for me, it's like, well, you don't have to understand it. But I know that for me, the journey was just the right one. So at the moment, I feel the universe was trying to align me to this journey because it was just couldn't get any more aligned. <laughs> mm-hmm. I absolutely love this. And I think it's important, as you say, like you, you, okay, you have three really big things going on in your life at the same time. And usually, like, that's when I'm like, okay, let's let's look at this, you know, but as you say, like you, you took this, this job, extra job as when you are pretty close to finishing your studies, right? So yeah, so I don't have much very important. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important that it's a fine, like a very limited time that you do this, like three big things like that, because after that, mm -hmm, it's gonna be much much better when you just have the business and the this uh, job, right? I agree, yeah, because realistically, if you're going to try and balance all three big things for a very long time, you know, of course it can be done, but it's not sustainable, you know what I mean? It's, you're not going to be, you're going to be at a higher risk of burnout, in my opinion, I feel. And I would... You know, I feel like something would have to give. It would either be the business or the course. And you know, I'm, you know, I'm not really willing to give up my course at this moment because I've invested a year of my life into that. But I'm also not willing to give up my business because I'm so passionate about it and I've already helped clients so far with what I do. So, you know, it is you're, you're absolutely right. You know, for me, I'm lucky that I'm nearly finishing one of the big things because then I get to concentrate on the other two. yeah that's awesome yeah that's beautiful I mean um that's how I burnt out because I I did both studies full-time and job full-time plus I I started my first business you know back in the day recognize it already yeah yeah. but you this is finite like this is a limited time so I'm I'm really excited because for you is it true that it's you know getting this job actually actually really took off a lot of pressure for you is that true absolutely yeah it really did I just it really did I mean I feel like it might sound backwards to people and that's I mean I even you know I've had people question why would I go to you know why would I accept a job in you know working for the man when you were working for yourself you know what I mean and I totally get it. You know, if I'm on the outside and I don't understand the context, I probably question it a little bit too. I mean, I I wouldn't really think about it way too much, but yeah, I can definitely understand why people would question that. But for me, like I mentioned before, it is, it is something that I feel like it just happened the way that it did because it was meant to happen that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being able to, 
not really feel like this really big pressure to um, perform so highly on my business and put this pressure on myself that I have to be like successful in less than six months because I've seen somebody else do the same thing. You know, I feel like, no, I, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing this at my own pace, which has really helped me attract better people into the, you know, into my clientele. It's helped me really refine exactly what I want to be able to provide to my clients, you know, and that for me has been also something that I've recognized very recently as well. You know, I've just kind of realized as I've been working and building my business still, it's kind of like, no, I, I fit, you know, I haven't been putting so much pressure on myself now because I've taken a step back from the business a little bit and seen it from a different perspective and realized, no, I can, you know, I, I don't have to put all this pressure on myself to perform because it's not, you know, I, by doing that means that I'm not really being authentic in a way. I feel in myself that I wouldn't have been so real. I would have been producing something that was just because I had to, not because I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love how you say that it's all about like your individual situation. Like we can't generalize, like you should never do this or you should do, like, what's, what is right for you right now? And also the sustainability perspective, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I love that. So uh, ending this, like, what would you say if we would sum this up? Like, what, what are the most important things that you've kind of, that have helped you to deal with the stress as a startup entrepreneur? So you mentioned... Yeah, sorry, you go. <laughs> no, you mentioned uh, tribe or community, mentor, and then, well, actually, like, side hustle also, yeah. if that's the right thing for you. It's become more enjoyable now that it's a side hustle because I don't have that pressure to, to do this, this, and this by this date because somebody else did it by that date. They had earned this amount of money by this, the, these amount of weeks because, you know, you know, they, they say you can do that. Like things have become much less stressful now that I've had this happen for me. And I feel like that's, that's my journey and that's what's happened for me. And so, you know, that's one stress reliever, but you know, I also, and I'm going to sound woo and you know, I always talk about this, but journaling has also helped a lot as well. Journaling through a lot of the things that I've been going through has also helped me to uh, gain clarity over the things, the decisions that I've made. Um, That's helped a lot with relieving stress as well, you know, and that is something I need to get into a regular practice with. I do journal, but not as often as I would like to. (laughs) Okay. That's beautiful. Journaling. Yeah. I love that. So basically what, what would be your, uh, like the message that you kind of want the listeners to come go home with? Yeah. You know, if you are wanting to start a business and you really want to become an entrepreneur, you know, listen to yourself and listen and and follow your own path, follow your own journey. Don't compare yourself to other people. You know, yes, you can be inspired. I've been inspired by many people, but you know, I also have recognized myself that I'm my own person and that, I make the decisions for myself that are going to make me happy. So 
I know in myself that by comparing myself to other people, it's not really my journey. I'm following someone else's journey. So follow your own path and really believe in what you're doing. You know, if you, if you don't believe in what you're doing, then maybe it's not the right path for you, but find what, what really makes you happy and then, and follow your heart. And I know it's, it sounds so cheesy, but I've recognized that in myself that it's so true. Like you need to follow your own path, connect with people, find your tribe. You know, my business coach has always said that too, but I'm also a very big believer in that. I, I feel like it's so true. Connect with your tribe and find people to, to share your journey with. Mm. Um, and also, yeah, don't, don't feel pressure to perform at, you know, this high level because other people have. You continue working on your business at your own pace because you're, you know, it's because the pace that you're working on is because it's the right timing for you. That's the right path that you're on. Mm -hmm. So don't feel like you need to be in a race with other people. Just concentrate on your own lane. I love that. And know that it's, it's the long-term goal, right? Absolutely. Is that what you mean? Like you said, it may take two to three years. Don't feel the pressure to um, perform in less than 12 months to earn 100K. You know, that's great to have that goal and don't think that it's unrealistic. But if you want that goal, then work towards it. If you feel in your heart that it's not the right, you know, that you won't be able to achieve that goal, then don't put the pressure on yourself. Mm. If you don't achieve a goal, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. Just mm. keep going. And then you've won if you keep going. Wow. Oh my God. I love that. I'm like, that was a beautiful way to end this conversation, I think, because, wow. Thank you. <laughs> I'm blown away. Thank you so much, Ellie, for coming on the show. This was so inspiring to hear your story. Thank you. I really feel honored to be on your show. And, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. So, Thank you for having me. It's, it's been an honor, honestly. Right back at you. Wow. It was such a pleasure talking to Ali and hearing all of her experiences and insights along the entrepreneurial journey. So make sure that you follow Ali on Instagram, on Facebook, and check her out. Uh, I'll be linking all of her social links in the description to this episode. And besides that, I hope you are all doing well and taking care of yourselves and I'll be seeing you next week. Bye.